Thanks for checking out the Elevate Student Ministry Podcast. To find out more about us, visit our website at iloveelevate.com. You can also stay up to date with what's going on by finding us on social media platforms like Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. Please consider subscribing to the podcast and sharing it with your friends. We hope you enjoy this message and it brings you closer to Jesus. So glad you guys are here tonight. Amen. My name is Kyle. It is your, if it is your first time here, um, the accent is real. I'm not faking it. I wish I was. <laughs> it is a real accent. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for the support. Woo-hoo. And uh, I am originally from Brazil, and my beautiful wife is in the house tonight, too. There she is. She's from Costa Rica. And uh, we have been married for one year. We got married right here. And uh, exactly. And it was, it was very fun because when, when I'm about to put the ring, I didn't know which finger to put on. And I just, I just told her, just put all the fingers out and kind of, no, weakening. And, uh, but anyway, it was a great day. Great memories. Guys, um, God, has a, God has a great word for us tonight. Amen. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to share the word of God with you. Um, if you're not familiar with the word of God, if you're just coming to elevate to see what is God all about, I want to try God, I want to see what, what it is to be a Christian, God brought you here tonight. Amen. I believe there is a divine purpose that you're here. You're not here just by accident. You might be thinking, I'm just go- going there because a friend invited me. Oh, I saw that cute guy or that cute girl, and I'm going to go there to see if she's there. It's much beyond that. I believe that God brought you here. And I believe that God, through the word of God, through the Bible, he's going to speak to your heart tonight. So I want to ask you to open your ears and open your heart to what God is going to talk to you. God talked to us through many ways. God talked to us through the Bible. So if you, whenever you go, read your Bible, always ask God, God, Talk to me. It's not just like a it's not just like a regular book. This is much is much more than that. Whenever you're reading the Bible and God is gonna guide you through the words in here, your life is gonna change. You might be going through a situation in your life where you're looking for a friend to counsel and a friend to talk, and that is really good. The Bible asks us to look for wisdom in the multitude of counselors. So he God asks us to Find people that is going to counsel you, that is going to guide you. And God is going to put good friends in your life. Watch out for the bad ones. Bad friends bring, bring bad advice. That is, that is proven. Y'all been there? Amen. <laughs> but thank God, he put, God also put good people in your life that is going to guide you to the right place. If someone invited you to be here tonight, that, that, might, that might be a good, a good sign. That is a good friend. And um, God is also going to use people. God might use your parents, might use your friends, someone that all of a sudden you're going to hear in your heart God talking to you. Amen. I know that many of you have experienced that. Many of you have been in a moment where you you heard something in your heart. You felt something that you, you see like, this is God warning me. Amen. And the good thing about God is more you walk with God, more you learn to hear him, more you learn about him. God tonight is inviting you to walk with him. Tonight, 
God is inviting you to walk with him. Have you seen, think, think, think right now about your best friend. And think about the things you do just like that person. You know, as more time you spend with that person, you talk on the phone, you, you, you guys chat on Snapchat. And more and more, more and more, you, you start to become more like that person. You're like, I'm acting just like that person. And, and if you think you're not, everyone knows but you. You know, other people might have realized it. And that, and that is true. And, um, and, and, and the same thing that God wants us, God wants us to be more like Jesus. Can you believe being more like Jesus? Jesus would walk on the street, see someone that was sick, just laying there. Jesus would go there and heal that person. Jesus would go to a situation where there was hate and anger and he would bring justice and truth and love and power to that place. He was a word changer. He is God. And the same thing can happen with you. The same thing happened when we allow ourselves to be used by God. Now you tell me, how can I be used by God? Like if I was a tool, kind of, kind of. Today, I want to start in the, the, the book of Luke, in chapter 15. And I'm going to read here on the, big, on the big screen. Luke 15, 4 to 7. It's a parable of the lost sheep. And it goes like this. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the 99 in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it. And when he has found it, he lays, on it, he lays it on his shoulder rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. Amen. So look, the, the Bible tells, tells us here a story of a man who had a hundred sheep. He lost one. He left everything behind. He went to look for the lost sheep. When he found it, he was so happy. He was thrilled. I found one, what was lost. And, and the Bible says, after that, God rejoices more over a sinner who repented than over 99 who didn't need repentance. So, of course, the Bible is not talking about sheep here. He's talking about you and I. He's talking about when you and I do something wrong, that we step away from the presence of God. You do something so bad that it hurts the heart of God. And the Bible says that the sin makes separation between us and God. The Bible says that the sin is like a wall. It's like a block. You know when you block someone on your social media? You block it. You cannot see that person. That person cannot see you. The Bible sin is like that block. We lose our relationship with God. And God starts to losing a relationship with us. But we read here in Luke 
of these men representing God. That when he sees that you are away from him, God will do everything. I'm saying everything to have you back with him. If you think that you're saying, I'm living my life. I'm doing things the way I want. I am the owner of my own decisions. And I'm the only one who cares about it. God has his eyes on you. God is looking at you when you go to sleep and when you wake up. The Bible says he doesn't sleep. He watches over you. He's like that man looking for that sheep. Can you, can you imagine that man? Look, the Bible right here in Israel, where, where in, in the times of Jesus, when the story was written, was written in a very mountainous region. Can you imagine this man just going everywhere? Where is my sheep? Where is my sheep? And he's like, has anyone seen a sheep? And, and he's probably thinking, hey, he's probably calling the sheep. And he's probably at the same time trying to hear. Oh, he must, he must, be, he must be crying somewhere. Man, you know? <laughs> it was like a mad, this was like a mad sheep, right? Man. But anyways, um, that man, he is desperate. He needs to find it. Now, that sheep, that sheep was not enjoying life. Don't think that sheep is like, I'm having the best time here. No, that sheep was lost. And you might find your heart in that situation tonight. Hello? I'm speaking to you, for real. Amen? Because look... I know, I know you go there because I go there. There are times that I'm ashamed of stuff that I have done in my past. But I had to come to a point where it was a turning point. And I'm so glad that God brought me to places like Elevate. Amen. It was my youth group at the time. That God put good people in my life to tell me not sweet stuff, but the truth. You're doing wrong. You think you're, you, you think you're, you're the ball of the party? You're wrong. People that are saying, go back to God. It is not cool to hurt people. It is not cool to say the wrong words that bring the hurting words to other people's heart. It is not cool to bring revenge. Jesus is not like that. I was the lost sheep. And maybe you are the lost sheep too. And God, Jesus Christ is here tonight. And he's like that man looking for you. And all you need to do is say, Jesus, I am the lost sheep. I need you. I need to recover. Paint. Repentance brings us back to God. There is a way back to God, and it is a good way. The word sounds harsh, right? The word repentance doesn't have a good ring to it, right? It doesn't. It's not like the glorious day. No, it's like repentance. It's almost like, oh, ouch. It's judgment. But the Bible says that the repentance, going back to God, it is sweet. It is good. The Bible asks us, leave bad friends behind. Leave the bad path behind. Come back to God. I believe that God has given us one more chance tonight. If you're here tonight, and, and look, this is just between you and God. Amen? When we're doing something wrong, it is personal. God 
God, God, I believe that God is speaking to your heart. God is revealing to your mind what it is that you need to change, what it is that you need to leave behind. The Spirit of God is, is here, and He is clear in His directions. Amen? But I want to very, very joyfully tell you tonight that Jesus is looking for you. As that man was looking for the lost sheep. Amen. And if you are the lost sheep, know that God is ready to have you back. Excuse me. Now you may say, Kyle, what happens after we find God? What, what is it to walk, to, to walk with God, to have a relationship with God? Amen. To have a relationship with God means that your life, more and more, is going to become more spiritual. Your life more and more is going to become more connected with the word with the word of God and the things of God. Amen. I want to go to the next passage that is Luke 15, verse 10. It's another parable. Um the, the last verse and goes the last verse goes like this. Just so I tell you, there is joy before the angels of God over one sinner who repents amen right here this is the end of a parable it was it was the bible tells the story of a woman that lost a coin it was not just a coin like a nickel man the, the bible is telling here about a, a good quantity of money that she lost in her own house and she looks everywhere for it Till one time she finds it, she finally finds what she lost, and she's very happy. She calls her friends, and then it ends with this verse. Let's go one more time to verse 10. It goes, I tell you, there is joy before the angels of God over one sinner who repents. So here, once again, the Bible is telling us that we are valuable. You have a value for God. You are valuable for God. Amen. You are precious to God. You are the most important price property for God. God gave everything, everything he had so that you and I could have a relationship with God. God is not just something we do on a Wednesday night, on a Sunday morning at church. God is something that, that we can have a, a friendship with, a relationship with any time of your day. You may be at your school, and there may be the school break, and right there you can speak with God. You may be having a hard time with a friend of yours or enemy. You may, you may be dealing with somebody, and, and you may say, God, help me. Help me love this person. Help me, help me how I should talk with this person. God is a God that helps us, that gives us directions. Amen. You might be dealing with sin in your life. Whatever it is, you might be doing something that you know it is wrong. It is wrong for you, for your parents, for society, and you know, and that is guiding you in the wrong path. Just like the woman that lost the coin, lost something of value, when we decide to live with sin, when we decide to do things that are wrong, we are taking all the values of our life. And we are losing it. We're throwing it away. We're wasting it. And God is like this woman 
looking for the lost coin, looking for you. Amen. So my godly warning, my godly advice tonight is don't live in sin. Don't let sin separate you from God. It is a joy to live with God. I remember when I decided to make this turning point, it was hard. But when I decided to make a turning point from a life away from God and a life back to God, I know that I finally found a joy I was trying to look. You know, we're always looking for peace. Can you agree with me with that? Basically, anything we do in life, we're looking for for peace. Man, if you're studying and you're studying hard, you're studying so you can have a good career in the future and can have a good financial life and a good house, good husband, a good wife, kids, and you can live in peace. Amen. If you're studying hard for a test, it's because you want to nail that test and you want to just have peace and not be in the exam sweating like, what is this question? Oh, it was just my name. Okay, I know that one. You know, that kind of thing. You're so stressed out. It's like, oh, what is the question? You know, it happens. It happens. Well, it's just me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anyways, um, but basically, things that we do in life, seriously, I'm sorry, seriously, is about, is about peace. Amen. And what happens is when we sin, we take away the peace of God in our life. We, we, we get away from the path of peace of God. And we start to struggle. Amen. And look, why, why, one of the reasons I love the word of God, why I love the word of God, is because the word of God is like a sword. It's powerful. The Bible says it's like a sword that is able to penetrate your heart. The Bible, the, the Bible says that the word of God has so much power that it never comes back in vain. Every time I speak the word of God or every time you read the word of God, that, that, that word, those letters, that message is going to get inside of you. And oh boy, you prepare for it. It's going to start to to work, revive, revolutionize inside of you, inside your heart. Do you understand what I'm saying? But look, sometimes we can be so hard in our heart that the word of God, the Bible says at one time, it's like a hammer breaking a rock. Have you guys tried to break a rock with a hammer? Yes? You've done it? Good job. Usually, it's not on the first shot. You have to take, put a rock there. I'll take my phone here. I'm not going to break. And you take a hammer, and you go, Gah! first time. You're going to hurt your hand. <laughs> and you keep on going. If you really want to break that rock with a hammer, it's going to take hammering. It's going to take a lot of hits. And it's going to take strength till that rock gives out. And look... When I come here every time and I keep seeing this amazing face and I see that you're coming back, I know that the same way Jesus isn't working in my heart, he's working in your heart. And I just encourage you, keep coming. Don't judge. Don't judge. You might be here tonight. You might be thinking, Kai, I know some stuff you don't know. <laughs> you might be thinking, Kai, I've seen some things you haven't seen. Don't judge. Just pray. 
Amen. Because the word of God is like a hammering. And I believe that every single person is here in here tonight is receiving the word of God. In the same way that that rock doesn't get broken at the first hit. Just give it time. Give it time. Just like what the Bible is saying here. That man was looking desperately for that sheep. This woman looked everywhere for the lost coin. Till we found it. Just let yourself be found. If you're thinking how, repentance is the way. Is when we decide to say, God, I don't want, we can applause God. The word of God is powerful. Man, it's all him. All the word of God. Repentance is our way back to God. Now, there's a good thing here. There's a good thing here. On the first parable that we heard, um, about, about the lost sheep. What did a guy, now you answer me, when, when that man found the sheep, what did he do? Say it again. Exactly. He put the sheep on, he rejoiced. You, you're completely right. But also, he put the, the sheep on his shoulder. And he walked with that sheep. Till he was back to the field where the other ones were. Guys, this is so amazing. You know why? It's because life with God, you are not walking alone. You see? That is so good. It is good. It's Jesus. Let me tell you. What it means is that when you say, Caio, you, you, might, you might be asking to repent tonight. Yes, it is in the word of God. Now, but, but what, the, what the God is also saying is that it's not like, hey, change your life. Now go try to figure out. No, the Bible is saying, you want to repent? This is, your, your friends don't, don't need to know this. You know, it's not about your friends, it's about your heart. When you say, God, help me. God, forgive me. Just help me. You're like that sheep saying, I am here, shepherd, shepherd, God, you can find me. Come to my heart tonight. God is going to put inside of you the spirit of God that is going to give you strength to walk away from what is wrong. He's going to guide you. It's not easy. It is never easy. But it's much harder living away from God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand? I remember one day... I was, I was in church, and I thought, I was in church. I, I grew up in a Christian home, and I thought, I want to leave the Word. I want to live away from God. I just want to try it out, you know? And um, I remember my, my parents, they were very strict about dating, for example, you know? Say, Sky, you're dating to Mary. You're not fishing the sea there. No, 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 no. You're going to respect a lady, respect her heart. And you're going to love on her. And you're going to take your time. That's all. There you go. Woo. Words to my dad. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That was the advice. I, w- I wish I had followed though. <laughs> I wish. You know, life would have been much easier. It was not the truth. The, the, that, was, that was my dad's advice. And my dad is a, he's a minister. But anyways, I said... I want to try something different. And I want to I date just to date. And you know, 
it was hurtful because because when you are when when you are with a person and you didn't seek God's advice first and you didn't pray about it first and and you're just doing it just for the moment just temporary the bible says that a woman amen a wife better saying is a gift from God so amen Woo! <laughs> the wife is a gift from God my gift I love you baby forever <laughs> See, we're home tonight. <laughs> Amen. Um, that, that is the word of God. So, so what happens? I had a direction to follow. I decided to go the wrong way. Amen. And, and of course, I got hurt. I was like the lost sheep. And unfortunately, that happened in many other, in many other areas of my life. Amen. So that's why. I, I, I have a lot of love for all of you guys tonight just to say, to encourage you in Jesus. Be strong in the Lord. Seek for God's, seek for God's advice, for God's direction. Be like the sheep that was found. Amen. Don't, don't keep running away from God. Run towards God. Run to God. Amen. You want to be the cool? You want to be the example? You want to set the example? You want to be the, you know, the, it's kind of wrong to say, like the leader of the pack kind of saying, you know, it is, it is not, it's not by doing the wrong things, but it's by being an example, you know? Um, I remember I did a lot of things that I'm kind of ashamed to say, you know, but, um, I've always been an artist, and I remember even in school, sometimes writing on the walls, you know, bad, shame, 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 you know. The minute that I said, when, when, when I found God and I said, God, I want to do different, I repented from all that, you know. And, you know, all my friends looked at me in a different way. They came to me and told me, Kyle, you're different. You're a different person. See, I thought I was cool by doing wrong things, but I was, I was um, lying to myself, you see? And, um, and, and, and guys, there is, there is no better choice in life than to say, I want to be a strong believer. I want to follow Jesus. Amen. The next Bible verse we're going to read is in Luke 17. One through four. And hold on one second there on that one. Um, I am I am skipping one parable just because of time. Um, it is the parable of the lost son. Amen. Have you heard of the parable of the prodigal son? Amen. Amen. So, two brothers. They're living in the house. One of the sons say. I'm going to enjoy the word. I'm going to get out of the house. He, he, he collected all the inheritance of his money and said, Father, give me all, all the inheritance money now. I just, want to, I just want to go have fun in the word. And he took all that money and he went to have a party. He went to live away from his house and, you know, he spent all the money. But what happened is money doesn't last forever. Everyone say amen to that. Isn't that true? It doesn't last forever. 
You know, <laughs> it looks like on a Friday, it's like, oh, this is going to last forever. And then Saturday, reality check, you know. <laughs> and then by Monday, it's like, whoo, that Friday was just three days ago. It was only like a month ago. You know, the ones that are working here know that. And uh, but anyways, this guy, he lost the money. When the money was gone, he lost the friends. And... Uh, he lost the peace in his heart too. But he, he, in his heart, when he was in a crisis moment, look, he was so bad that he went to look for, for a job just for, he said, I, I just want a job just, just so I can have food to eat. That's all. That's all I want. You know, can you imagine? You go to work Chick-fil-A and say, just pay me with food. <laughs> I don't even got the money, just food. This guy was desperate. He was like, just give me a job for food. And you know, the only job he found was feeding the pigs. And he ate with the pigs, you know? But so right there, when he's at that moment, rock bottom, at the lowest, he says, wow, when I was at my house with my father, even the servants had enough food every day in, in the plate, and I have nothing. I'm going to go back to the Father's house, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to repaint. You know, even if he just gives me a position to work there. He was humble, and he said, I want to go back to my, to my Father's house. Look, you might, hear to, you might be here tonight, and you might find your heart in a place away from God, away from, away from the Father's house. You know, and if you are here tonight and you are new to the gospel and new to the word of God, and you may never experience the love of God, Father, we are here to present it to you. We are here to tell you that Jesus Christ is real and that before God, the Bible says that we have all sinned. And because we all sin, we have all come apart from God, away from God. But Jesus Christ came and he paid, the, he paid the price for your sins and my sin. Jesus Christ forgave all our sins in the cross. And the Bible says that the minute that you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Lord and Savior of your, of your life, you will be saved. Amen. So if you're here tonight, I invite you. To come to the beautiful family of Jesus. Amen. We are all brothers and sisters tonight. Yeah, we're the same family. Amen. We're all brothers and sisters in Christ. And the Bible, Jesus Christ just invite us to say, come. I have paid the price of your forgiveness. Look, when that, when that son went, went back to his house, who knows what happened? Who can tell me? Yes. Exactly. The father accepted. Look, when he's walking, great job. When he's walking back to his house, the father was already waiting for him. He was already at the door, just, just waiting for that person to come back. God is waiting for you to come back to him. So don't be away from him. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Guys, and that son, he's, he's so humble. I wish I was like him. I wish, I wish I was him. He's amazing. He was so humble. He's like, I'm going, I'm going to go talk to my father. Uh, if he can just, I don't know, give me, give me a job. I can be just a servant. 
the father was like, no, 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 no. You're my son. I thought you were dead, but you are alive. I was waiting for you here every day. God watches your tears. He watches your cries. Even when you are in the furthest point away from him and you may be thinking, Kyle, I've gone too far. God is waiting for you. There is never too far to come back to God. Amen. There is not. While you're alive, while you're breathing, it is time for repentance. When that son came back, the father said, Kill the fattest cow. We're going to make a party. We're going to throw a party because my son is alive. He was happy. You know, if he was in Louisiana, they would make a big seafood boil with all the crawfish. Yeah. Woo. My heart is Cajun. Believe me. My heart is Cajun already. I can't. Once you, once, you, once you eat a crawfish, you can go back. You know, it's too good. It's so amazing. So they would have a good crawfish boil, some good old shrimp. Yes, but that, that's what the father said. Hey, let's make a party. You know, the other, the other brother was envious. He was like, hey, I never got a party. This guy just walked out of the house, spent all the money, decides to come back like he's the big boss. and. He gets a party, and you know, and look, you might see someone just coming to elevate, and that person is being blessed, and life is changing. Be happy. Rejoice. Amen. We cannot be like the other brother that was just grumpy. Nothing is good. You're having a party. He's all mad. He doesn't want to go to the party. You know, that's not life. That's not life. Life is about forgiveness and love. Embrace that. Amen. And that is the next part we're going to come in. And this is my favorite. So let's go to Luke 17. 1 through 4. It goes like this. It is a tough one. But I think you're going to like it. I love it. Jesus said to his disciples, Things that cause people to stumble are bound to come. But Whoa, say, whoa. whoa. <laughs> I love it. To anyone through whom they come. Now, one, one second. Am I, am I reading correct? Is it whoa? Okay, good. Imagine if it wasn't. <laughs> it, would, it would be better for them to be thrown into the sea with a millstone tied around their neck than to cause one of these little ones to stumble. Now, let's read one more time. One and two. Jesus said to his, disciple, to his disciples, things that cause people to stumble are bound to come. But woe to anyone, woo, to anyone through whom they come. It says, it would be better for them to be thrown into the sea with a millstone tied around their neck than to cause one of these little ones to stumble. And next one, three and four. So watch yourselves. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them. And if they repent, forgive them. Even if they sin against you seven times in a day and seven times come back to you saying, I repent, you must forgive them. And you may be, you may be saying, Kyle, what are you going to talk about? You know, because I have read this many times and I'm like, why is Jesus talking about that? Why is he saying that if he's saying 
things that, that, that cause other people to stumble, problems, temptations, things like things of the sort, they're going to happen. But the Bible is saying, whoa. In other words, ouch. That woe is an ouch to, those pe- to, to whoever is making that happen. The Bible is saying here, it's better for that person to tie um, a, a rope, I mean, a millstone. You know what a millstone is? It's like a big rock, you know, that, and the Bible says, and you, and you tie a rope around that and throw it in the sea. The Bible is not talking about suicide here. Believe me, it is not. There is a good revelation here. And look, the Bible is saying that you and I, we have weakness. Do you have weakness? I have weakness. The Bible is saying that you and I, we're not going to be perfect all the time. Sometimes we will fail. But his warnings, as more as you can, don't fail. If Bible, at one point, it, it asks us to be perfect. If Bible is asking us to be perfect, it's because it is possible to be perfect. The Bible also explains that to be perfect means not failing with our words. So, so look... When the Bible says that it is better for a person to put a, a millstone around the neck and throw in the sea, it is telling us, do everything possible not to fail. But if you are about to, it is better to get yourself, you know, and you throw in the sea of the word of God. The Bible says many times in the book of Proverbs, every time I read this verse where it's talking about a, a, a rope around the neck, it always, it always brings me back to Proverbs where many times it says, take the word of God, take the counsel of God and bite it around your neck. Look, Proverbs 3.3 says, let love and faithfulness never leave you. Buy them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. So what the Bible is saying here, in other words, is if you are... um, If you are fighting temptation, if you are going through something in your life, you take yourself and go deep in the word of God. Throw yourself in the sea of the ocean of the word of God. Right here, there is infinite wisdom. There is no limit for the knowledge of God. You may live on this earth for a hundred plus years. You never know God fully. Till one day we meet him in glory in the heavens, you know, because God is infinite. His knowledge, amen, we can applaud God. Woo, you feel like applauding him. Give him glory. Amen. So, in other words, if I was saying here, look, before you hurt someone, look, I'm, I'm going to translate that verse. Is before you hurt someone, before you do something that is bad, before you're going to bring something that might might make other people to stumble. Put this around your neck. <laughs> Go to the word of God. Go to the presence of God. The times you're going to bring a real growth in your heart and in your life is inside your bedroom. When you close the door and you say, right here, I want to have elevate. 
right here in my bedroom, I'm going to praise Jesus and I'm going to read the word of God. You know, you can have elevate inside your closet. Exactly. Even inside your closet with all the clothes there. You go inside that place and you say, God, it's me and you. It's elevate time. You know, and you go there. Nobody's going to look at you. Nobody's going to judge you there. It's only you and God. And right there, you know what you're doing? Just like what, what Jesus is advising here. It's the same advice that Jesus is doing here. You are taking your flesh, the bad part of us, the part that we must hate, the flesh. And you are, you are taking your flesh and you're just like, I am here reading the word of God. And you are there just, just strengthening your spirit, becoming more spiritual and becoming stronger. I'd like to invite everyone to stand up, please. I'd like to pray. Prayer is powerful. Prayer is our communication with God. Amen. And I believe that the word of God spoke to your heart. And I believe that the word of God is like a seed. Right here in, in, the, in the, the next verses after the ones we just read. It says that the word of God, that faith is like a seed. It can be so small, but if you plant it, it is going to grow into a big tree. You know? So I believe that tonight, the word of God was spoken into your heart. And when you go back home, you may be sleeping, about to sleep on your bed. And I believe that the spirit is going to talk to you about the word of God. And your life, your faith is going to strengthen. Let's close our eyes. Oh, Jesus. Everyone with, with your eyes closed. So, so, just so there is no distraction. Yes. Sean, if someone can play the keyboard. Okay. Amen. Everyone with the eyes closed. Let's talk with God. Oh, dear God. We love you so much. And thank you for your word. God, I believe that you are that man looking for their lost sheep. God, if anyone here tonight in Elevate is like that lost sheep. God, if anyone here tonight is feeling lost, is feeling sad, is feeling away from God. If anyone here tonight, God, is living a life of sin. God, they may be struggling with with forgiveness. They may be struggling, God, with forgive someone close to them whom I have wronged them. God, I pray that right now that person may just call out to you. If you're here tonight and you have been exposed to things on the internet that doesn't please God, that is wrong, I pray, God, that tonight this person may just cry out to you. If you are here tonight and you feel that you're, you're struggling with sin and you might have hurt someone with words or actions and you know that is wrong because, because the conviction of God tells us what is right and wrong. But I pray for repentance tonight. I pray that all of us may just walk back to God just like that prodigal son did. That he got to a point so low that he said, I cannot live this life anymore. It is not worth 
living away from God. God is here tonight. Oh, Jesus is here at Elevate tonight. And He's making an invitation to all of us saying, surrender yourself to God. Nobody can judge you but God. Nobody can tell you what you're doing but God. And I believe that if tonight you feel in your heart that you want to walk back with Him, I just ask you to raise your hand. If you want to come forward, you can come forward. But if you want to just raise your hand in an act of surrender, almost like that prodigal son did, God, I want to go back to my father's house. If you're, nobody's looking, nobody's distracted. At this moment, it's a personal moment between you and God. But if you want to say, Jesus, I want to repent tonight. The same way that you carried that lost sheep, you may say, God, put me on your shoulders. Jesus is going to put you on his shoulders tonight. He's going to give you the strength to walk away from sin, to not to do pornography, to not to say the, the wrong words, curse, cursing words, to not harm others anymore. He's going to give you the love and forgiveness you need to live in peace with others. And more, most important, God is going to bring salvation tonight. If you're here tonight and you have not made a personal decision with God saying, God, I need you to be my Lord and Savior. I want to invite you to come, to come forward. Come to the front. Let me pray with you. This is a decision between you and God. But if you want to pray, I want to say that the altar here is open. If I could have the prayer team up front and you want to come for prayer, please come forward. We're going to pray with you. Jesus is here tonight and I ask you, don't, don't miss this chance to make you right. God is going to give us a chance tonight. He's here. He's merciful. He's good. Dear God, I pray for everyone in here. And God, I pray, God, for those hearts who need strength. God, give them strength to walk away from sin. If you're here tonight and you want to come forward for prayer, come forward. Let us pray with you. Let us just agree with you in prayer. Let us love on you. How about that? Let us just love on you. Oh, Jesus, you are here tonight and you are real. And I pray for those who are struggling with sin. God, that you may give them strength and grace and love tonight. God, if anyone here tonight hasn't not found salvation yet, you are here. And you have died on the cross for us. And you paid the price for our sins. Your blood that was shed on that cross forgave all our sins. And God, we want to, to recognize that you are our Lord and Savior. You're here tonight and you need a blessing, a healing, a miracle. I believe that miracle is going to happen. God is a God who can heal of cancer, of any sickness. There is nothing impossible to God. Come forward. Let us pray with you. Amen. While the praise team is, is, is playing, um, I'm going to be down here too for prayer. And, uh, at, and at this moment, keep in prayer 
Don't be distracted. Let's just enjoy the presence of God and repent and go back to Him. Amen. Hallelujah.